0: So, at what point did she realize that her dog ate rat poison? Like, how long did it take before she realized?
1: I think she noticed it pretty much right away, but she said she, like, yelled at him, and then he spit it out, so she wasn't for sure if he ate it, so she brought in, like, the little pellets, and they were, like, these bright green pellets, and when he threw up, nothing looked like that in the vomit, so we're thinking that he didn't, but they mm-hmm. still did everything. Like,
0: she caught the dog about to eat. Yeah, like she
1: was like, hey, what do you do? And then he, like, spit it out, but she still wasn't sure if he had swallowed anything. Oh my prior gosh.
0: Who puts rat poison on the ground next where animals can find it anyway?
1: People are
0: stupid. They just. And then these other people, they let their dog and then eat even a rock? These people
1: or... are like, oh yeah, he eats rocks all the time. The doctor's like, oh yeah, maybe you shouldn't let him do that because that's dangerous. Oh, and then yesterday, a cat came in for her vomiting, not eating. They did an x-ray, and they found this weird, like, C-shaped thing in its stomach and the intestines, so the doctor had to go in, they call it an exploratory, where they go in, and they're pretty much just moving things around inside to find what's in there, and it was a rubber band with, like, a bunch of, like, a big, thick hairball stuck to it, so they had to take that out.
2: Whoa.
0: Wow. Yeah. We've... What kind of dog does Frank Darabont have? He
1: has Small dogs I
0: think like mixes. And this is the first time you've seen him there.
1: Yeah, he could have been there before, and I would have had no idea if no one. <laughs>
0: Did anyone say anything like, "Oh my God, it's that guy, the guy who wrote Green Mile"? Not, you know, or like, no,
1: like clients don't really recognize because a lot of time, like especially actresses, mm-hmm. will come in without makeup, not their hair undone um, on purpose because they don't want people to recognize them.
0: Um, Who are some of the people that you you recognize that you're like, ooh, I can't quite put my finger on it, and then after they left, you Google it, and you're like, okay, it's this guy, I think it might be that.
1: Uh, there's that one lady I told you that was, she used to have a show on like HBO show ten years ago, but she was also on that um, Black Mirror show. She was the mom of that girl that had the thing implanted in her. Oh,
0: oh, had, yeah.
1: She's been in some other stuff. I can't remember what her name is. But I, I actually talk to her, and she was really nice, and at first I didn't recognize her, because she had no makeup on, and just, you know. So how'd
0: you recognize who was her? Did you see the episode first, and then you saw her? Did you see her, and then you're like, then you saw the episode, or? No, I remember,
1: or... I was like, where have I seen her from? Because I had seen the show that she was a regular actress on. Oh. Christian, I used to watch it, like, years ago. Her sister on the show had, like, multiple um, personality disorder, and she was the sister of the lady, and so it was, like, so long ago, I was like, where? Seen her, but then actually I ended up seeing that episode of that Black Mirror show like a couple days after she had come into work.
0: Oh! And I
1: was like, oh my God! There she is! Oh, you know? that's There's...
0: incredible! Yeah. Look at that! She popped right up. She's like, "Here
1: I am." Yeah.
0: That's incredible. And then you saw uh, Amy Mann there, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, um, has she come back I, no.
0: since you've been there?
1: I don't think so. Maybe
0: what? There was another... You are talking about another... Uh,
1: Sean Penn's brother.
0: Oh, Michael know. Penn.
1: Yeah, I think that's him. I Michael
0: Penn. He... Michael Penn is married, right? Yeah, to he's Amy he's Mann, married. I think?
1: Yeah, he's married to I her.
0: think that's what it is.
1: Yeah, sometimes he'll come in by himself. Wow. Um,
0: yeah, they're all... Guys,
1: hey, quit fighting. Sheesh. They're all pretty nice, though. It's like you think you're going to get starstruck, you know, and then... Like oh, who's
0: the other just, guy? You said there's another guy. Was that the guy who's in the movie, uh, the, uh, the, sh- not the shadow, the, um, the spirit? Uh, wait, uh, uh, let me see. Would you know his name if I found it? I thought I remember you telling... Well, the other
1: kid. guy that no, that's
0: married to your friend, Healy, he came in. Oh, really? Oh, that I
1: didn't even know they were married.
0: Yeah, I didn't even realize that after till I went investigating and found out they are both in The Purge together, and then I found out they are married. Oh, that's
1: probably not
0: what you um... So, would you say, uh, this... Well, well it's tough, because he's got his mask on, but... Gabriel Macht? Didn't you say he was in it? it? Well, that's what he looks like with the spirit mask on. Does he... Does that...
1: Hey! Stop it! No!
0: God. What is the deal? Guys. Does he look like... Oh, wait, here here he is without the mask. Did you say that guy was in there?
1: Uh, he looks kind of familiar. He might have been.
0: For some reason, what I else? thought you had told me... Um. Uh, and was that... So, that was... uh.
1: smaller, t- you know, been in, like, smaller, um, like, shows or movies,
0: not, like, big time. Like, stuff that you'd see, like, you're like, oh, I've seen that person in this movie or TV show, but, like, you really wouldn't be able to put your finger on who they were type yeah. of person?
1: Like, maybe someone that hasn't been in, like, a ton of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: projecto. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever internet time, whatever internet place we're meeting. Um, I just had to ring and share some exciting news. I've got a really impressive single heading out soon. It's, um, it's impressive socks off me. Um, a friend on Facebook has done it for me and he's just a genius. What he's done so far has turned the song from hmm into wow. So yeah, I'm excited and I had to share that I'm excited. I'm excited, so yeah. Um, I'm balancing a kid and a coffee on my lap at the same time. Fiona, say good morning. You're too sick to even say good morning. We've been practicing Inspirato projector, haven't we?
0: Thank you so much, Undies Funded, for that extraordinary sentiment. Thank you for letting me know about something that excites you. Please. Let me know wherever I can find your stuff. I also have my radio station, uh, or my show is on a radio station, K-Chung, 1630 AM, the first and third Monday of each month, and I'd love to play your music on the air so you can say that your music officially played on, on the radio in Los Angeles. How fun would that be to say? I always love getting submissions, and I love playing stuff on there. So, if you want, you can leave me a message here, or you can send me an email to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com and... and... that way I'll have the MP3 or whatnot, and I can just plug it right into my show next time it's on. So, thank you for that. Also, I've been thinking about this idea, it's so funny, I've allowed myself, I've allowed myself, see, this is what's so funny, I've tested myself to handle a whole bunch of stuff at once by saying yes to a lot of things that, that closely <laughs> resonate with my heart. Now, I would like to believe that those circumstances would not provide themselves to me, make themselves available to me, if I was not able to handle them Appropriately, I don't know if that's the right word. If I wasn't able to handle them, I highly doubt my higher mind would place these particular—what should I call them? Uh, invitations. These, these, these circumstances. These, 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 these uh, tantalizing bait, bait. This, this, this. You know, this. Uh, enlightening, uh, 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 what's the word? Attractive vibe. I really don't think that I would be presented with opportunities to say yes to if I wasn't able to to handle the, handle them by saying yes, and and by handling them handling them in a slow, not slow necessarily, but a But a relaxed, smooth fashion. Not feeling like the water's filling up fast. (laughs) Not feeling like the rock is getting bigger as you push it up the hill. Not feeling as if the, the anchors are getting more heavy along your ankles... I just thought of, uh, as a side note, wouldn't it be funny if a character called Uncle Ankle, <laughs> Uncle Ankle, Uncle Ankle? Maybe he's—I'm uh, just imagining. It's like that sounds like a great like Czechoslovakian, um, you know, every every. Every country, state, uh, uh, you know, they, they uh, uh, town, they all kind of have their own traditions, their own <laughs> sort of games. I'm imagining like those lumberjack games. You know, they run on a log in the water. Or they they throw a huge like, rah, you know, huge log. See how far they could throw it or climb a tree. Maybe there's, you uh, know, like I'm just imagining like Czechoslovakia. Like the, there's there's like a certain town where it's just really revered it's just highly respected if you have huge ankles <laughs> so maybe this uncle ankle comes to visit he comes into town to visit for the very first time he's like the uh uncle uh, uncle what's his name like <laughs> john candy and you guys in the audience know who <laughs> uncle uh, uncle you guys know but uh, Uncle Ankle comes into town. He's got these humongous ankles. And they're like, what is the deal with your uncle? And they find out it's like he's got superpowers. I mean, not only can he jump, for some reason it helps him jump really high and far. He's also to kick down, able to kick down big obstructions. <laughs> he's like the Popeye, but of legs. Oh, my God. I've never seen that before. The Popeye of legs just humongous calves. His ankles are just, it's like, the ankles are so huge, they're bigger than the calves. Let's put it that way. It's kind of like, I almost imagine like bell bottoms possibly. Oh boy, the cats are coming out. That must mean that Jenny's coming home. So uncle ankle, that's what I was imagining. So I'm, I'm back to this whole film festival thing. I'm learning that the more I have fun, and I'm learning to, I'm learning to, I'm looking through this math, I'm finding the fun in it, I'm finding the patterns, that's what I need to do, P- play, play with it as if it's a, a video game, as if it's my most favorite video game ever, my most favorite board game of all time, and I would say that's, now I'm not going to count Uno as a board game, I'd say that's my favorite card game, aside from Passoe. My favorite board game is Mad Magazine board game, which I never actually had growing up. I also liked Operation. that was very intense. There was also this game that my grandma and grandpa had. They always had all these great board games. They had this uh, board game. It was all wood. And it had this metal, this steel ball. And it had like this maze with all these little holes all over the board. And you had these two dials, one that would move it left and right, and one that would move it east and west, north and south. And so you'd have to shimmy this board around to make sure this little steel ball got from one end of the board to the other. And I never actually did that. There's also another one where this guy would balance on his nose, and you could keep uh, putting... Like heavy objects on his arms. He had like these. He had these, like these little sticks. Oh, check this out! I just made ozonated water. I just put it on a number four. All right, this is what I'm gonna do. This is a banana. Okay, here we go. Where can I put this thing? I'm gonna put... Whoa! That scared the shite out of me. little booby traps, you know, my brother Josh and I would always intentionally leave these little booby traps for one another in the, uh, I almost called it the ice box, in the freezer. We knew that someone else was going to get it. We it something precariously on the edge. And then, uh... We knew that whoever opened it would, would, it would come tumbling down. So it became sort of this silent little game. No one actually like came out with it and said, you know what, I'm, I'm leaving this for you. It was like an Easter egg. You didn't know who it was going to get blasted (laughs) until, oh shit, I just dropped my banana on the ground, man. There you go. That was kind of an unintended booby trap, right? I just dropped my banana on the ground. We're going to start with a new one. The last one.
3: This is the last one. How many bananas do you know? This is the last one. How many bananas do you know? Hello, I'm Sean Connery. I'm Sean Connery and I'm going to show you how to make uh, an ozonated watered banana
0: and peanut butter shake and It's one of the few times I've gone to do a Sean Connery. I can kind of barely, kind of barely do it.
3: Hello there, I'm Sean. Hello, good day. Good day, I'm Sean. Good day, I'm Sean Connery. I am Sean Connery. Some people know me as James Bond. Some people know me as James Bond. Others know me as Gandalf. And and others yet know me (laughs) as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Some know me as James Bond. Others know me as Gandalf. And yet still others know me as the Star Trek Next Generation Captain. Captain Stubing, I believe it was. I was the USS Enterprise, that's right. The USS Enterprise I never flew a spaceship. I flew a boat, a yacht. And I played Captain Stooping on that Star Trek. Oh, that's right. That's right. How many Captain Stoopings do you know? <laughs> How many Cap- How many Captain Stoopings do you know? I am the last one. I am the last Captain Stubing you know. I am the last Captain Stubing you know. You might recognize me from such fi- from such action-packed films as James Bond. James Bond, the Batman television show. Gandalf. Gandalf in the movie Harry Potter and the Goblet of Brimstone. (laughs) How many wizards do you know? That's right. That's right. I played Obi-Wan Kenobi in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Brimstone. How many goblets of brimstone do you know? I am the last goblet. I am the last brimstone goblet collector. You know... I am the last one you know. You might recognize me as the swordsman from Excalibur. Some called me the Highlander. You might recognize me as Gandalf from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Brimstone. You might also recognize me as the voice of the dragon in the movie Avatar. These things happen. They call me to do things like this all the time. You might recognize me. I was playing the part of Kojak in the movie version of Kojak titled The X-Men. X marks the spot, I always say. You might recognize me as Darby O'Gills. In the movie, The Leprechaun. How many leprechauns do you know? How many leprechauns do you know?
0: So, basically, folks. Number one. Mm 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 That the name name shake was good 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 good. It was good good
2: good 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 good
0: It was good. It was so good. I have to admit. It was very good. It was very good. I have to admit. I have to admit. It tasted good. It tasted real good.
3: It's 408 a.m. today. 8 plus
0: Twelve. A plus four is number twelve, and two plus one is three. It's trio. It's trio, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, if you look at that eight right now, you can make two fives out of it. Hmm. Or s's. Hmm. Interesting. A four is kind of a Y, isn't it? I just realized that. Zero is an O. Hmm. You, I don't know. You, I don't know. So I was thinking, with this whole kapow business, putting these movies together, it's really a joy. I found the joy in it. I found the joy in it. I got past the point of being intimidated by it. It's that, it's that syndrome. We, get, we all get it. We all get it. Maybe you're listening to this right now and you're in high school. You came across this podcast. Which, by the way, feel free to do a book report about this. I am available. If you need me to speak at your school, ask me. I will say yes, and I will make a a podcast out of it the whole time. The whole time. Perhaps you're, you're listening to this and you know what I'm talking about. There's that science project or that book report, that special assignment that you have got to do they want you to do it and it's got a due date and there there are consequences there are rewards and there are consequences um to this There are. To the uh, science project situation, let's say you get three weeks. You go, you got three weeks, you got three weeks. And you're like, oh my gosh. And then the last two days, you just go, and you create some kind of magical thing. And then you say to yourself, good God, why did I wait so long to make that happen? When I could have just done it in the first place, and then spent all this time instead uh, editing it, or even sharpening it, making it better, crafting it. Sometimes, you know, the diamond is made out of coal. The pearl is made out of the clam, or the sand all squinched up in there. It's incredible how that is, right? It's incredible. So it's like that pressure. Believe me, I don't want to believe that pressure is good. In this instance, I've just noticed the direct correlation between sort of the pressure and the um, amount of importance we define it as you know, the amount of Power we give it, we decide, okay, oh my gosh, uh, but then after a while, we get more and more familiar with the subject, and then it gets easier and easier and easier to approach it. It, it doesn't become this unknown giant. So knowing what I know, see, this is all about trusting the process. Neville Goddard, Goddard. he talks about creating our life with our dreamings. Well, that's something I really ought to be doing, isn't it? Maybe it's time for me to start listening to more of this stuff. Start training my Jedi abilities and plugging in, turning on, tuning in, dropping out. I think it's time for that. So, that's what I'm learning And I think what's great is what's very therapeutic what's awesome is even if even if I rarely go back and listen to this what's great is that at least I'm saying out loud it's reflecting I'm listening to it I get to choose whether I want to believe what I'm saying right there I get to choose my authenticity am I being authentic it's interesting person's authentic self is another person's craziness one person's natural authentic self is another person's personality pushed to the limit to the brim <laughs> to the brim So, well, I was just thinking of a person on the edge. It's like that's when the decision is made, when you're on the edge. You know, you're on the edge. There you are. We're going to jump off. Here comes the tiger around the bend. Here comes the tiger around the bend. Watch out. Jack Nicholson is turned into a werewolf, and that's the last thing in the world that you want to have happen. You understand me, compadre? Listen, compadre. Between you and me and the redwood tree, listen close, Kimosabi. I simply asked for an egg sandwich. Put a little dollop of mayonnaise on there, and I think we're all gonna be just fine, if you catch my drift. So listen, sweetheart. Put my egg sandwich with the dollop of mayonnaise and mustard on the other side. A slice of pepper jack cheese one leaf of iceberg lettuce, if you catch my drift. I'd also like some of that secret sauce you put on your cheeseburgers. Can you also please season it with a little bit of Mrs. Dash? Perhaps some Bakos, hmm? I'd really appreciate is some fresh ground oh dare I say it do I sound too much like a maniac hmm ah what the hell I've gone this far why not ask I want some fresh ground garlic do you read my lips read them don't weep. I can't stand it when people cry around me. Every time I hear a baby cry in my near vicinity, my throat clenches up and the tears well up in my eyes, and I start blubbering like a little adolescent child who just had his Cabbage Patch doll taken away from him. If you catch my drift, compadre... Hey, Tonto, between you and me and Silver here, what do you say we go chase those bad guys who just stole that little carriage? I mean, look at that farm family is over there crying and quivering in the gutters of the Old West. What do you say? What do you say, compadre? I say, we go get them, Kimosabi. Well, I'd say, Tonto, that's some of the best wisdom you've given all day. Hell, every time you say something, maybe you're just making it up off the top of your head but every time you say something i believe it 100 so tonto should we giddy up over there yonder upon that hill pasture in the northwest corner of the southwest side of this canyon because man my i'll tell you right now i got an itchy trigger finger okay my knuckles are tingling and my fingers are twitching. And these guns, they got a hair trigger. Alright. If you catch my drift. Hi ho, Silver! Away! Away! Hey, don't look at me. I'm just a wolf wearing a mask on my eyes. I'm trying to hide my identity. Because listen, compadre. It ain't easy for me either. I got the law after me. Okay, let's just say I fought the law and the law won on many, too many occasions. Let's just put it this way. Out here. Out here. Yonder. Let's just say, compadre, they don't take too kindly to, uh, Uh, How dare I put it kindly, Yeah, werewolves, okay? They don't take kindly to werewolves, if you catch my drift, compadre.
3: How many werewolves do you know?
0: I don't really know any werewolves. I'm the only werewolf I know. And you're the only dragon I know. That's right, you're the
3: only werewolf I know.
0: And you're the only dragon I know.
3: And you're the only werewolf.
0: And you're the only dragon. And you, my
3: friend, are the only lycanthrope.
0: And you're the only uh, winged lizard.
3: And you're the only canine, scary canine, that I know.
0: And you're you're the only uh, uh, reptilian, uh, uh, flying reptile, Uh, there you go, flying, flying iguana, that uh, that I know. Hmm, very intriguing. Yes, indeed. How did we end up here in the medieval times, huh, compadre? Well, I don't know. I
3: went across this ridge, and before I knew it, here I was.
0: Hey Tonto, do you see what I see or is this a ghost? No, Kimosabi. He this here is a real earthling.
3: Well, I thought I was a dragon. Yeah, he looks like a dragon to
0: me. No. He is earthling. well whatever's going on here it seems to be pretty mystical Could everyone agree here oh i don't know how it happened either i have no idea how it happened uh, so what do you say we find a, a tavern around here and uh, and uh, uh, get a get a little bit of scotch a little bit of scotch in our bloodstream mr dragon Why, that sounds wonderful, Mr. Wolfman. All right. Hi-ho, Silver. Away.
1: Here's your fun fact. In the 1920s, The Hollywood sign was lit by thousands of light bulbs, and the guy who changed the burnt-out ones lived in a little cabin near this sign. Stay tuned to Inspirado Projecto for more fun facts.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been informed by... uh, a voice teacher of mine. He goes by the name Albert Williams on Facebook. Uh, he's the teacher. Actually, what's interesting, I just got done watching because Leonard Bernstein's birthday it happened recently. He turned 100. He turned a And what's funny is a few days ago, Tommy Bowie from Yachtly Crew showed me a photo of uh I guess there's this Leonard Bernstein exhibit at one of the museums out here. And so he immediately thought of me, because before sound check, I always sing West Side Story Songs. The first musical I ever was in. The only musical I've ever been in, as far as as far as I know, as far as this incarnation knows. So Leonard Bernstein's birthday. So um What's what's interest, Or yeah, so he he showed me that photo of the exhibit. He sent it to me, and then I found out that Leonard Bernstein's birthday hundred didn't even know that guy was still alive. That's fantastic! Still making music, and it's interesting because that came on the heels of learning about the archivist virtual reality game that I contributed voices to. Now. The reason why that's astonishing is The Archivist is based in the Twin Peaks universe. Now, within the Twin Peaks universe is Dr. Jacoby and Ben Horn. Ben Horn plays the part of Tony, the guy who plays Ben Horn. Richard Baimer, I believe his name is. I'm not near my computer right now. Uh, so, the guy who plays... uh, plays Tony in West Side Story, plays Ben Horn in Twin Peaks. The guy who plays Riff in West Side Story plays Dr. Jacoby in Twin Peaks. And the only time in that show in Twin Peaks where you ever saw those two guys together, where they ever shared a scene, it was in season two, And um, Dr. Jacoby is like the town psychiatrist, so to speak. And Ben Horn flips out. He thinks he's in the Civil War. So that's the only time where you end up seeing Riff and Tony, so to speak, on the same screen in Twin Peaks. It's amazing. It's amazing how it all fit together. It's astounding. And so... Now, here's the extra interesting synchronistic part about this is that I had just watched the... I just started the, the, uh, watching the West Side Story piece where they're singing Something's Coming. Could be, who knows, there's something due any day, I will know right away as soon as it shows. Uh, Etc., etc. So I was watching that and I ended up getting a message from Albert Williams from Columbia College. He was my singing teacher. He taught us how to sing from the diaphragm. Ho, 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 sing from the diaphragm. Could be, who knows? There's something due any day I will know right away Soon as it shows It may come cannonballing down through the sky Gleaming its eye bright as a rose Who knows It's only just out of reach down the block on a beach Under a tree Oh, I got a feeling there's a miracle do gonna come true Coming to me (laughs) Will it be yes it will maybe just by holding still it'll be there Etc, etc. So Albert Williams was my teacher on that funny thing is right here on Facebook he ends up sending me this He sent me a little message here right as I was watching that he goes hi Kurt I wanted to make sure you knew about the upcoming Columbia College theater reunion October 19th and 20th if you can come in for the event that would be great I've got it at this link please share this with your fellow alumni I said, thank you for letting me know. Ideally, I'll be able to make it out there for it. They go, that would be wonderful, and if you can give it a plug on your radio show, cool. So I figured the next best thing, the most immediate thing, is my pod- is the podcast, Inspirato Projecto, which you're listening to right now. So here we go. To any of you Columbia College theater folks, um, you know, if you're able to make it out there, says here, Theater Reunion Weekend, October 19th and 20th, 2018. Join us to celebrate the newly renovated Getz Theater Center with alumni, faculty, students, and special guests. The Theater Reunion Weekend features a special performance of our 2018 and 19 main stage season opener, the Penelopead by Margaret Atwood, as well as receptions, industry, breakout sessions with distinguished alumni, building tours, and a keynote talk with alum Anna D. Shapiro, 1990, Artistic Director of Steppenwolf Theater. So, on Friday, October 19th, Alumni Night Performance Reception, 5 p.m., Evening Alumni Reception, 7 p.m., Remarks from Special Guests, 7.30, Performance of Piad. Saturday, Alumni Open House, 9 a.m., Alumni Breakfast, 10 a.m., Featured Speaker, Anna D. Shapiro, Anna D. Shapiro. 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., Industry Breakout Session Panels, Times and detail, Details Below. 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., Tours of the Getz Theater Center, 2 p.m. on-campus activities conclude. Wow, there's some wonderful, wonderful people that I have... that I have met at Columbia College, who I am still in contact with to this day. I still collaborate with to this day. Orion Barnes is one of them. If you get a chance, check out Deadpool the Musical. They just came out with Deadpool the Musical Part 2. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. These are the ways that I have always envisioned superhero movies to be these guys pull it off you actually see wolverine with a mask on and he's wearing yellow and blue he's got the black stripes on his chest good god every one of these folks they look the way that they do in the comic except for hawkeye if they're gonna go that far with it they might as well have had hawkeye in his purple suit with his purple mask but but that's like the one that, that's just one of the things. But the costumes, colorful, colorful, I would say. I would even go the European route on this one. Very colorful. The behavior of the characters are extraordinary. Extraordinary. Oh, I finally realized that uh, Willie Nelson is here uh, and he wants to say a few words why hello there this is willie nelson did you know i once smoked a a marijuana cigarette on white house ceiling i did that a long time ago me and richard nixon we shared a marijuana cigarette on the white house ceiling many many years ago and then i pulled out my hip flask with my wild turkey we guzzled it down, and and and, and yeehaw, We we uh, sure did a si doe up there. And then I pulled out my favorite guitar, and I sang him this: "Blue moon, you saw me standing alone." Etc. Etc. To call my own. That's what we did up there on the White House ceiling. Thank you, Willie Nelson. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for uh, having me by. Take care. I'm going to go smoke a marijuana cigarette up on the ceiling of this apartment complex. All right. Do whatever you want. You're Willie Nelson. So, folks, if you're part of Columbia College, if you like Columbia College, if you value the education that
3: sprouts forth
0: through Columbia College then please visit check it out Orion Barnes by the way he's an agent out here now phenomenal guy he he's in Deadpool a musical he plays Doctor Strange God, the wire work in this thing, the banter between the characters, the 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 choreography, good gods. The song itself, it's almost like something out of a Disney film. It's really amazing. So <laughs> I mean, a lot of surprises in there. You're gonna dig it. So yeah, there are a lot of folks I'm still in contact with from Columbia College. Jamie Lee Wise, for instance, who I just had on the radio show, who I just had on K-Chung with uh, uh, James Scott Burnside. Burnside went to Columbia College, but I and we went there at the same time, but I don't remember actually meeting him. I don't remember meeting him back then. However, the good news is I know him now. That's why I'm able to have him on the radio show. It's always a joy to be able to put people onto that radio show and, of course, the podcast. By the way, folks, <clears throat> if you're out there in the Dana Point area, check out Yacht Lead Crew tonight, 9 p.m. That is, in fact, a niner. 9 p.m., Dana Point, Stillwater, Spirits and Sound. Stillwater, Spirits and Sound So Check it out if you want It's a free show We always have a wonderful Wonderful vibe out there At Stillwater Everybody is always so gracious And wonderful vibes Guns or kitty What a good little guy. You're such a good little guy. You're such a good little guy. You know that. How do you sleep with your eyes open? How do you do that? How do you do that? Hmm? I don't get it. How do you do that?
3: Just lost in dream world with your eyes open, man.
0: Maybe that's the way to go. That is the way to go. To blend waking life with dreaming life, dream with your eyes open. There you go. Dream with your eyes open. And then that that, uh, solves the manifestation of reality situation. Right? Because a lot of times we're like, when is this thing going to get manifested? I got this idea. I'm excited about this thing. I want to go on this vacation. And so we have that desire of wanting it to happen now, now, now. In our dreams, we can do that almost immediately. You say, oh, I feel like the tick. And next thing you know, huh, I wonder if I'm the Tick. And next thing you know, you're dressed like the Tick, running around, jumping, falling, dive rolling, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and so forth. Manifestation of reality, yeah. That horn out there that you just heard honk, that agrees. That agrees. Another beautiful day on the balcony. Oh, little birdies all hanging out on that on that telephone wire. Little birdies hanging out on the telephone wire. Fresh. The air is fresh. Hi, Gonzo. The air is fresh out there. You want to go out there? You want to go out there? Hmm. The air is fresh. check it out, check it out, interesting sound, hmm, there's a lot of activity out there, huh, dog, sounds like a dog, car backing up, person putting, as if we just opened up the this, this sound file on my hard drive of all the different sounds. Sound effects, and they're all playing all at once. So check out Yachtly Crew tonight if you can. Wear a captain's hat if you like. It's always best if you wear a captain's hat. It gets you more into it, dials you into it more and more and more. I guess there's a... Um, that's what I'm thinking of sort of a there's a shock that happens to folks when they first view it and they're trying to wrap their brains around what's going on and then it becomes this thing of just realizing that we're carving a whole new separate reality we're we're sculpting something for for people to then just live within Um, if you get a chance, check it out. It's going to be fun. And if you've been listening to this and you do go up there because you heard this and you're inspired, then say hi, please say hello to me. We'll take photos together. That sound good. Also, I just realized, uh, got a text here through the pipeline that, uh, Philly Ocean, our lead singer, just became friends with Michael McDonald on Facebook. We are one step closer to uh, having him having him jam with us, contribute to our madness. Who knows? Who knows? All right, I will talk more later. And there's a good chance, if it's not on this podcast, it'll be on the next podcast. Some various interviews that I'll be having with the Yachtly crew guys, possibly even some sounds at the at the uh, sound check. You never know. You ain't never, ever going to know until it's happening. Right? Until it's happening. Yo, this is iced tea. I suggest you have a, an extraordinary day. I'm going to be hanging out with Coco on the beach today. We're going to be drinking some ice cold lemonades mixed with iced tea, of course. I really like my uh, what do they call that? Tom Collins, some, something like that. You're mixing lemonade with the iced tea. I prefer just mostly iced tea, of course, because that's my name. Why else would I not drink if, why would I not drink iced tea? Right? That would be just horrible. I do like me my coffee. I like my coffee like I like my, my, my wife Coco's butt. I like it strong and bouncy. I like my coffee like I like my Coco. Strong and bouncy. And filled with a lot of oomph if you, if you catch my drift. I like, I like it filled with, with a lot of oomph. If you know what I mean, no need to be scared. There ain't need, there, there, ain't no need to be scared. That's coming from me, Ice T.